if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's fuck on that. Fuck it, I'll just let it be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. That's right, bitches. And she's referring to Michael Myers, in case y'all didn't know. Thanks. Absolutely. PJ Souls, that was awesome. That was about four or five years ago, Monster Palooza. One of the Michael Myers victims from the original Halloween. She was awesome. And I met her again at the Halloween 40th. She's always a pleasure to talk to. So thank you, PJ, for that. That was that's amazing. Thank you. Yes, she is correct. You are tuned into the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rent on all things movies. Episode four four seven coming at you. Three D, four D, and your ear holes. Listen up. We're coming after you. I'm I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka the Ice Cream Eater, and Mark's Anthony, friend. aka MCP. I'm gonna say an ice cream man. That could that could go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's like you eat in front of the microphone too. You know, you would think like a smart person will look away and it'll eat away from the microphone, but you like to eat. No, right he eats away from the microphone. He just clanks the bowl in front of the mic. Yeah, like just he scoops up the ice cream in front last, of the mic. It's my parting gift to y'all. So that's the thing. If we ever did record, you know, live, he'd get punched in the face every night, like. You know, black guy every episode. I don't know that I'd want to record the podcast if that happened. <laughs> I think you would. <laughs> I can punch you in the left eye. Tony can punch you in the right eye. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and then the champion, whoever wins, gets kicking the nuts. It's <laughs> a gift. So, yes, thank you for tuning in. Episode 447. Let me just ask you, Harley, since you were so mm. kind to share with the world mm. your – um Ice cream ability of eating so loudly. Ice what, cream what the fuck flavor were you eating? Uh, I don't remember. It was like it was vanilla, but it had you like just ate it. But oh, I don't remember. I'll I'll fucking eat it. I'll look at the box. But say, it, you know, they all have weird ass names. It was like uh, you know, chocolate cookie crunch or some shit. It's like vanilla with like little cookie crumbles in it like little peanut butter cookie crumbles it wasn't chocolatey choco the chocolate chicken no no buster rhymes it was not okay just checking what's going on fellas happy sunday happy sunday indeed yeah it's uh certain movie did huge numbers at the box office this week oh I don't know. I'll pull it up. I have to pull that up. Yeah, I'll crash the entire. Oh, that's right. I did read about this. Us I just guess. crushed it, especially for an opening horror. Who knew that's the blacks it? loved horror so much? So weird. What's that? <laughs> what did you say? Did we get a click. <laughs> my race is my race. I said, "Who knew the blacks loved horror so much?" That's so it. weird. There you go. Well, you know, when the tables are turned, finally, and they get one of them directing behind the camera, 
Mm. Like, hey, we ain't the first ones to die, motherfuckers. We're the leads now. So, but I did see Jordan Peele's Us. Like, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, oh, you saw it? Oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah. So, just had a bone to pick real quick. Um, I love Nickelodeon. Been watching since I was a kid. Now I got kids, and they watch it. So yesterday was the Kids Choice Awards, but they re- they re-aired it today. So I recorded it. Had the kids watch it, and for some reason, DJ Khaled was the fucking host. No Ooh. idea why. Huh. Exactly. That's, oh, that's another weird. one. Um, DJ Khaled was the host, right? And then um, Migos, this, that hip hop trio, was one of the guests. And they're they're doing their thing, they're singing their songs or whatever, rapping their songs, whatever. They're fucking mumble guys, anyways. Who gives a shit? Um, at one point, the sound pauses, kind of like, was that a curse word right and then it keeps going and then we hear it again and me and Amy look at each other like are they fucking no I didn't, I didn't curse but I was thinking are they cursing at the kids choice awards when there's a bunch of kids there right and it's on TV on yeah, that would be a little weird and it, and it happened like seven or eight times <laughs> where it's like you guys couldn't just fucking clean up your lyrics or not just say those words you are at Nickelodeon's kids choice awards you're getting paid big bucks to be there. You're getting the, you're getting some cash, but is it that is that fucking difficult? To just like edit yourself, like seriously? I don't know, man. It was really weird. So I just thought that I don't know if that's just old man Fonzo fucking get off my lawn moment, but I don't know. I, that was kind of odd, you know. I you know I, I'll say this: I, I curse around my kids. Um, I'm very good about not cursing around my students. And I feel like it's one of those things where if the environment is kids and only kids and it's not your kids, if I'm in public, I am PG-13, right? I'm PG. You know, if I'm at Walmart buying motor oil and I see kids around, I'm not fucking dropping F-bombs. I keep that for home. It's like there's a place and a time for anything and everything. And the Kids' Choice Awards, I feel, is a PG kind of thing, you know? Yeah, where the guests are being slimed on. <laughs> yeah, it's Doing like... obstacle courses. <laughs> are you trying to keep it raw for the kids? Like, <laughs> keeping it real. Like, keep I don't know. Keeping it 100, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with you on I, this one. I think, I mean, your point of, like, in front of your own kids, that's your thing. But, like, in front of other people's kids, you know, think, watch your mouth. Yeah, exactly. these guys aren't, you know, they're not taking that into account. Like, I like, get the idea, yeah. like, hey, this is your freedom of expression or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, this yeah. isn't your. It's like, hey, if they took their kids to go see NWA, okay, I get it. You're asking for it, right? But I hear the Kids' Choice Awards, right? Yeah. They have nominated, not, they have. Uh, they didn't give the uh, kids a choice to listen to the bad words or not. Like, exactly. No, too, too shame. They're like, hey, no kidding. Yeah, so it's like, uh, one of the one of the nominations is favorite favorite butt kicker. Like you know, they have like, you know, mm. like favorite TV actress, favorite TV actor. You know, like I don't know, man. It, it was just weird. That's like, Am I the only one who's like surprised that Nickelodeon still exists? Though I feel like, hey, do they have a lot? They have like TV shows, dude. I had no like, idea. I had no idea. Bob is celebrating because you're because you are an adult. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Your kids are too old. Though. They don't watch. You know, they never watch Henry Danger. Who? No, remember we don't watch cable <laughs> no, TV. TV. Yeah, exactly. 
So you don't know. Yeah. You never watched Nickelodeon as a kid? Oh, I did. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Did you have any favorite TV shows from Nick? Yeah, that uh, what was the Double Dare show? There you go. That was my favorite. Nice. I think that's actually kind of the only one that I watched religiously or saw a lot of. Um, yeah, still, still on. Yeah. Is it really? They just, yeah, they just did it again. Oh, interesting. What about you, Tony? You Rugrats, yeah. Hell yeah. Rugrats mm-hmm. are the best. I go, I go Rugrats. I go Doug. Doug. Mm-hmm. I go even Snick late night Saturday night with Snick with Clarissa Explains It All. Mm-hmm. I can salute your shorts. I go way back with Hey Dude. Yep. Um, dude, I go do even fifteen with fucking Ryan Reynolds was on that show way back in the day, huh? Ryan Reynolds was on a. Yep. Look that shit up, son. Look that shit up. Oh, I believe you. I'm challenging my Nick cred, son. <laughs> <laughs> my Nick cred, son. You should have cursed. I go back to the. I go back with the slime, yo. Yeah. Nick, 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 Nick. Oh, dude. Fuck my man. Tell you, that's what I'm saying, man. That's why I love Nick. So that's why I was like, it's a shame, you know. And then now SpongeBob's killing it. It's been on for like 20 years. Yeah. So kids watch Loud House now. Like it's just you know. Henry Davis. Yeah, but isn't the voice of SpongeBob done? Isn't he gone? No, the creator, not the not the voice. Oh, I thought the voice, the guy no. who did the voice of SpongeBob no. passed. Mm. Yeah, that just goes to show how much I know. Exactly. So, don't listen to me, kids. Hey, real quick, I just want to mention to um, Larry Cohen, best known for his work as B movie producer and director in the seventies, and his later work in screenwriting has died at seventy-seven. Mm. Movies like The Stuff. It's alive. Cue the winged serpent. There's a documentary on him, King Cohen, on Shutter right now. Um, people are expressing their, you know, their thoughts about him and stuff. And uh, he was just at that fame, the store I like to go to in Burbank, just February, promoting that actual DVD. So it's kind of weird, man. He was just. I look at pictures of him, and in fact, Brendan, uh, my friend who does YouTube videos, he interviewed him and seemed fucking okay. So. Hmm. We're like, you know, it's just you just never know. So, well, you're in your seventies; things can happen quickly. I guess so, man. But fuck, it's just, yeah, man. So you know, sure, every minute, man. Well, you never know. So, shit. Me and Chris were just talking about it, like mortality. Like, shit, we were talking about retiring and shit like that, and and I was like, right around the corner for you, huh? No shit, and um. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was like, uh, she was like, well, you know, when we're 74, we'll have this because Chris has like got everything all planned out, like money wise. And she's like, when we're 74, we'll have this amount coming in from retirement and the Dunsmer house and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like laughing and I was like, dude, I can't imagine even being alive at 74. Yeah. And then I took a big gulp and I was like, shit. That's only like 30 years from now. I'm already halfway there. I'm yeah. well over halfway there. So it was a little um, uh, bittersweet, so to speak, where I was just like, oh, shit. I'm fucking 40 years old. I mean, I'm only 39. Fonzo's 40 years old. Yeah, well, it starts for 40 years. It's fucking crazy, man. We're not getting any younger, dude. I'm telling you. It sucks. Yeah. So we got to hurry up with this podcast then. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get it on, people. There you go. So real quick, if you uh, a perfectly segue into my review, if you tell us the box office results this weekend. Yeah, so. Um, Hold on one second. Tony's got to drop the needle first. 
So um, I've seen I've seen the trailer to us. I remember we were talking about it uh, just a few months ago, where you saw the trailer and we watched it. And it was cool. Um, Jordan Peele, uh, obviously, we were we we're very familiar with, and we enjoyed. Um, the fuck was the movie he did? Uh, Get Out. We had a lot of fun with that. Unfortunately, I never got a chance to rewatch it, but. Um, interesting, you know, he's a comedian and now he's doing horror films. And I, I did watch a review for this one and they said this one was a little more like sort of like old school traditional horror, right? As opposed to, um, get out was a little more like kind of thriller and more sort of social commentary kind of thing. And, and us, and I'll, I'm curious what you have to say. God dang, you want to review the movie or what the fuck? Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just curious because, uh, you know, um, but you would never expect a movie like this to do really well. Um, and it killed it at the box office. It made $70 million on the opening weekend. And the thing, and this is a paragraph, uh, one mind-blowing stat is to note that while animated features such as Inside Out, Zootopia, The Incredibles, and Finding Nemo Opened higher at $70 million. The debut for us is the largest opening for a live action original film since Avatar in, in 2009. So in 10 years, no original movie has debuted better than Jordan Peele's Us. So what does that say about horror movies? What does that say about rated R movies? What does that say about the theater experience? Like, Well, we that is, haven't had an original movie in... in <laughs> well, but my point... I mean, we've, had lots, we've had lots of original films come to the theater, but they don't do well. They don't make a ton of money. Besides these animated films, which is, you know is so interesting because they're the the opposite of us so um you saw the movie what do you equate to the success of it any well two things i would say would be um one would be the success of get out um and critically it was huge correct yeah so that one that and then you know wanting to see how his sophomore um, you know how they would say in the music biz when they, if you're gonna have a sophomore slump, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How your second album's gonna do? Um, so everyone was curious to see what his second movie was gonna be like. So when people saw the trailer, they were excited. I was one of them. I was excited. And um, so here, yeah, like I said, like you were saying, here we have a comedian who you know gave us great skits like the dubstep music moving one and <laughs> the college football names. Right? This is a comedian, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, the the bus, the bellboys at the hotel talking about movies. Like, I mean, they're fans. And Jordan Peele's he says himself he's a horror fan. So, who would have thought the new voice of horror was coming from a comedian like Jordan Peele? But hey, yeah. we welcome him with one. He's one of us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he directed a family serenity turns into chaos when a group of doppelgangers begins to terrorize them. And. Uh, yeah, he's given the voice of voices where, you know, I was listening to the commentary for Get Out um, pretty much all week just getting ready for to see this movie. And he talked about, like, how they're not really portrayed in horror movies. You know, they always a stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. There's that running joke where, right, they're the first ones to die. Mm-hmm. So for him to be like, hey, 
here he is making movies and someday one kid can watch it. Look, there I am. Like I, that kid looks like me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks like me, mom, you know? So it's cool to see them being, you know, as the leads. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Like I said, he's given voice and people can watch and, and him being a fan of the genre, he knows his shit. He knows the stuff, right? So in, in this one, his follow up, I have to say, he, he didn't miss a beat. He's right on point. He's definitely someone to watch for. I mean, obviously the numbers didn't lie. And, um, it's really hard to talk about this movie because it's, it's, there's a lot going on in it. Like, it's um, difficult not to spoil anything. Exactly. Mm. And I think saying anything could kind of lean you certain ways because when I met up with Donaldo at the theater, he wanted, he wanted to watch it again. And he's like, I can't say anything. I just, you know, let's just watch it and we'll talk about it afterwards. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, but he keeps saying, oh, this is later, this is later. Well, that's saying a lot, dude. You obviously love it. So <laughs> that's kind of saying a lot. <laughs> I mean, obviously you wouldn't come back if it was a piece of shit. You wouldn't come back anyway. So that's yeah. not really spoiling anything. But the fact that he wanted to see it again so soon, I'm like, okay, that's a good sign. So I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Watch it at the end. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. So after we was talking to him, I, I couldn't stop talking about him. I'm like, he's like, you see why I couldn't say anything? I'm like, I get it. Okay, cool. So um, it's cool. Like the actors he cho- chose, like Winston Duke, we saw him in um, Black Panther. Lupita Nyong'o, we've seen her in like uh, Star Wars, but Mass Kanata, but she was like that alien. And she was in Black Panther as well, too. So, um, And then all the other people, I only the only one I knew was Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men. She was in it, too. And then the other ones were like the kids, so. Um, yeah, he, um, from the trailer using that Looney song, you know, I got five on it, which is really cool. Mm. Uh, it plays in the movie, but then there's a, like a slow down, like a trippy version of it, you know, or that plays out really well towards the end of the film. It's oh, it's in the trailer. Yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah. It's so cool. Like I, I would think, uh, they should do that more, you know, but I think it's cool that he does it. Cause it's more of like, uh, has this hip hop flair to it, you know? Like it's still that beat you can still hear, but slow down. It's really horrifying. It sounds really cool. It's like kind of kind of cool, you know. Um, listening to his commentary on Get Out, it shows that he is a fan. He was breaking down Get Out like really well too. Like all these little subtle things you wouldn't think about, you know. It's just little things like in the background. It's like oh, like see that right there? That's this and this and that, you know. Or this is my homage to that. It's like wow. So watching watching this, I kind of had a little eye, you know, kind of try to catch other things. Cause there's one scene where like they're going, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, but they're going to, to the beach. They're going to Santa Cruz. And there's one scene where they're walking and they say, Hey, look, there's, looks like there's a film, there's a movie being filmed over there. Maybe you should go over there and see if you can be an extra. God damn it. If that ain't a fucking nod to Lost Boys, I have to believe it is because mm. in the movie, you know, Lost Boys takes place in the Carla, but it's in Santa Cruz. This movie takes place in the eighties. So if that's like oh, a little nod to it, I'm, I'm just like, that's badass. That's fucking cool. I dig that. So like I said, yeah, they're going to the beach, you know, and then uh, they come home and then in the driveway is their fucking, it's them. It's us, their vision, right? And then right off the bat, it's, they, um, they kind of establish, it just, it just goes from there, you know, it doesn't really like, I mean, it sets it up right there. You get to know the characters, the, the whole family, which is really cool, you know? And then, uh, from there, it, once the double gang show up, it's boom, it's fucking, let's go from here on out, which is cool. So, like I said, anything else is kind of just very, um, spoiler territory. So I, I can't say much from there, but I definitely recommend it for anyone that's, you know, if you're not a horror fan or if you're curious to see how Jordan Peele did, um, cause it is a horror thriller. And I, and I noticed that people were trying to categorize it in the thriller section, but I love that Peele on Twitter, like maybe earlier this week was like, it's a horror movie. 
I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Like, just go ahead and tell out people because it, it does. Sometimes it does blur that line, right? Horror and thriller really close. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of films blur that line. I mean, that's for sure. That's common is common can but be. I think studios don't like to promote that it is a horror movie, right? Maybe they can get more seats, butts in the seats if they say thriller, right? It's still kind of like the redhead stepchild, which is odd, right? But now when you make 70 million open weekend, it's a horror movie original. People might start you know, here. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that the horror movie, I mean, may, you might, I'm sure you're probably, you know, more sort of in touch with this than, than I am. Um, Tony, you could certainly interrupt if you, if you had anything valuable to say. <laughs> um, no, no, that the horror genre is the redheaded stepchild. I mean, look what Halloween did. It, it did gangbusters. It did like, like $60 million opening weekend. That was just in October, you know? Um, and that's like one of the original slasher fix flicks. So, um, I don't, I don't know that other you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. I think you just need the you right. Still have your bargain bin horror movies, like you still have like. Well, sure, and like and, that yeah. old that old analogy of everyone starts in horror kind of thing is. Right. I it pro- I would tend to agree. It still kind of plays out. Um, you know, I think, I think as time goes on, you're going to see Mr. Peel. Um, you know, maybe go more. Um, maybe make another film that isn't so horror or thriller, but maybe just make a, a heavy drama, you know? Um, and I, I think that was probably the strength of get out was it really blurred the lines between suspense and just sh- sort of social drama kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see us and see if that sort of continues that on. Is it, is there constant like references to race in this movie as well? Mm, no. no, no. So he was just like, I just want to make a straight up horror movie. Yeah, right on. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I'm sure, there's interviews with him. You know, you can find out because he, he did say he saw a Twilight Zone episode, um, where there mm-hmm. was this one guy, and uh, there was I, I, they showed a clip of it. I got, I just saw they had the name of it. I think, in fact, in the very front page of IMDb, if you look, there's a bit interview with him, and he talks about it, like in the first five seconds. There was a Twilight episode that he saw, and this freaked him out as a kid. I think it always stuck with him. Hmm. So, yeah. So when it came out of it, I couldn't, I couldn't stop wanting to talk about it, and I started talking about it with Denaldo. So I'm like, and I think that's what Denaldo got out of it too when he came out of it the first time. So, um, yeah, I def, I highly recommend it. Um, it's a high dollar for sure potential for a Slater easily about a rewatch because there's so much to take in and and uh, yeah fucking Jordan Peele fucking new name of new face for a name of horror it's pretty awesome who knew a oh, fucking yeah. comedian yeah I'd buy that for a dollar yeah so. I know yeah so Tony yep I hit you up earlier told you to check out some shit on Netflix yes you did and you uh, saw the first two episodes which is, I, I think, I, sorry, go ahead. I did, but I also heard that not everyone's getting the same order of episodes. Really? Yep. What There's the four different oh. versions of the order of the episodes. No, 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 no. What, okay, yes. wait a minute. Wait yes. a minute. Which yes. ones did you watch then? Exactly. So now we need, we need to make sure we get this right. All right. Um, so the first one that I saw, it was on number one is Sunny's Edge. 
Nope, that's not what I saw. Motherfucker, man. Yep. <laughs> that's some bullshit. I think that is fucking awesome, though. Uh, why? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Shit. Okay, oh, what was the dude. second one you saw? Oh, this is already boring the shit out of me. Right, okay, first one was Sunny, Sunny's Edge. Okay. The second one was um, uh, Robots, I think, some robots. The three robots? Yes. Okay, so that is the ones that I saw. Those are one and two. So what ended up happening is oh, okay. I started watching Sunny's Edge on my phone, and then I went to the Xbox and and played it, and it jumped to three robots. It skipped. Huh. It didn't resume where Sunny's Edge left off. So unfortunately, oh, my experience was three robots and the witness. <laughs> so what? I was like, yeah. So I saw three robots first, and then the witness second. Which is actually the second episode and the third episode. Yeah, you know what's weird? Yeah, so... Okay. Uh, so so my I... first three episodes on my screen right now say Sunny's Edge, Three Robots, and The Witness. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Can I get a witness? Can I get a... So but you saw Three Robots first and then The Witness? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Damn it, I really wanted to... See... Okay, well... Because <laughs> the one I really wanted to get your opinion was three robots. So. Well, that's the that that, that that's like I just want to see all, them like that one. I want yeah. a full s- season of just them, just those I three robots. It, dude, I knew it. That, I'm like when I watched that, I'm like, this shit's fucking made for Tony right now. <laughs> this shit's insane. It was it was hilarious. I and I'm just like, I knew it. I, fucked, I was the, like, I'm the, down. The Inception one, the fucking walking one, say terabyte. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was okay, great. So like, Tony Harley's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Okay, yeah. Harley, there's a Netflix series that's produced. I, I by did Dave. see the trailer to this apocalypse thing, and it's like, like, is this what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah, it's a Netflix series, "Love, Death, and Robots," is executive produced. Yeah, produced by David Fincher, and it's all these little shorts from range from 17 minutes to 11 minutes. It's all different animation styles, and um, and it's fucking awesome. It's so badass. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of wish I would have seen uh, Sunny's Edge because it had my it had my interest when I was watching it on my phone. Like I saw the first like five minutes, I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, I, I'm down. Good. But instead, I got three robots, and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And then it was over, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, I want more. And then the witness came on, which is just uh, which I mean, I ain't complaining about digital titties bouncing around, but I'm just like, no, bring me back to three robots. Digital titties bouncing around. Last title. That's what uh, that's what they were saying on Nickelodeon too. That's funny. Watch your, watch your language, Tony. <laughs> yeah, but like the witness, uh, and I and I called like the whole the witness thing, the loop, the loop back, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care. I mean, it, I want give me some freaking robots. <laughs> give me more of the the, the three robots. So for yeah. me, it didn't it didn't capture my attention. My I, I'm not interested in watching the whole thing. It just didn't. It didn't engage me enough. Just the one episode got me, and I'm like, if they're not going to show me more of it, then you know, I kind of don't really care. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll end up watching Sunny's Edge. I'll I'll end up watching it. It's just I I'm not. I don't have that binge desire to binge it. You know what I mean? Like it didn't grab. Well, it's great. They're really short, so you could binge in like three hours. So that's the True. cool part. They're not that really long. So yeah, Sunny's Edge is cool. It's like. 
listen to this plot, Harley. In the underground world of Beastie fights, Sunny is unbeatable as long as she keeps her edge. So they, ha- it's like Pacific Rim. You have these monsters fighting each other mm. to be controlled by somebody. One of my favorites is Suits. A community of farmers use their homemade mechs to defend their families from an alien invasion. It's got a cool animation sequence. You got like this farmer and his wife, and he's getting ready. He's getting his cup of coffee, and his wife is dressed like Vasquez from Aliens. She's got a white tank top and a oh, red yeah. bandana. And he gets in this mech suit. He's putting. On, he's drinking this coffee, and he's in this badass mech suit. And this fucking portal rips out of the middle of the sky, and these aliens, like fucking starship troopers, come out. And he just got turrets on his mech suit, and just blah, just laid them out right. And they're jumping, eating his cows. It's fucking badass, dude. And then you got these other ones, sucker of souls, unleashed by an archaeological dig. A bloodthirsty demon battles a team of mercenaries armed with cats. And if you and when you watch it, you'll understand. And there's all these other ones too, right? Um, that I like. Um, one of my other favorites was Shapeshifters. Check this one out. Uh, Shapeshifters was about uh, deep in Afghanistan, two Marines with supernatural powers face a threat from one of their own kind, and they're fucking werewolves. And they're and it's like in a world where they're like they just exist. And these two Marines, like one of them is barefooted and he just hangs out, and they're you know they're being like uh, pigeonholed because they're fucking they call them dogs and shit. And the but, he, you know, when they got to get shit done, they can smell and do this. Dude, it's fucking badass. Lucky 13 was another fucking really cool one. Um, you watched the whole thing? Almost. I just need uh, alternate histories and the secret war. I got two left. Mm-hmm. Ice Age Ice Age is the only one that had actual real people. It had Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And they can mm-hmm. check out this synopsis. A young couple moves into an apartment and finds a lost civilization inside their antique freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre. Yeah, this is yeah, only season one. They're really short. But dude, I don't know. I had a blast with it. It's the the witness uh um animation was crazy. Like just the way like the movement was and surreal. It, I don't know. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's and, really it, cool. and it had that comic book effect too. Like yeah. the, the word Spider Verse too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah. Oh dude, Tony, yeah, you gotta keep going, man. I mean, I'll I'll keep going. Yeah, I'll let you know once I'm done. Um, so check this out. So Netflix Netflix explained in a tweet. We never had a show like Love, Death, and Robots before, so we're trying something completely new, presenting four different episode orders. And so some some Netflix accounts are reporting that they start with Sunny's Edge, and another one is reporting that they're starting with Beyond the Aquila Rift. And looks oh, like those are the only ones that have been reported in so far. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they just think based on your searching habits, you're more likely to enjoy one or the other. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, they're not, yeah, like, but they only have really, four. They, they, don't, they don't connect with each other, so you could watch them. They're all completely independent. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder what, maybe they're experimenting with what keeps people engaged to watch the whole season. Right, like say, like you, Tony, you watch three and you're like, oh, and then you, like, you saw The Witness and now you're done. Right, like, you know, I heard to go back where I saw Sunny's Edge and Three mm-hmm. Robots, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm down." By the time I get to Suits and Sucker, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" So, um, yeah, I don't. It's interesting. Yeah, um, hmm, that's an interesting take. So, but yeah, I mean, you, you can watch them, you know, in any any way you want, you know. So there you go. I mean, yeah, and if you like fucking, you want to see CG fucking? There you go. CG fucking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about chickens? Are there CG chickens in it? There you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of fucking, there's major fucking in a Netflix film called The Dirt, directed by Jeff Tremaine, who from Jackass fame would remember that name. This is the unflinching biopic based on Molly Crew's best-selling book, Four L.A. Misfits Navigate the Monsters' High and Savage Lows of Music Superstardom. 
that's pretty much them they get them together and uh and just wreaking havoc in the fucking world, world and see how they got together and uh and just their fucking debauchery. I mean, this is the 80s, man. This is where fucking... <laughs> Let me give you an example. When they meet up to each other at a bar, and they're sitting there in the table, and whenever anybody comes down to sit next to them, they, um, they always freak. They jump out of their seats and go, what the fuck? Their zipper's down. And then they're like... And then you see a chick's down underneath the table just blowing up. Whoever comes down, that just blows them. The very beginning scene, we have Tom Lee going, hey, guys, check this out. He goes down on a chick at a party. He stops and she squirts all through the fucking screen. That's in the very first few minutes. So you already know what kind of fucking movie you're getting into. So I could already hear Tony clicking my list on his uh, Netflix right now. It. <laughs> uh, it's insane. Man. Even if you don't like the music, man, it's just kind of, a, it, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And uh, I think the, the the Machine Gun Kelly, the rapper, he plays Tommy Lee, the drummer. So I think, mm-hmm. he, you know, um, it's, it's just uh, it's a, a walk of time, man. It's fun. It's just like, you know. If, if like Wild Picks, I never saw Bohemian Rhapsody, so um, I'm kind of curious to see how that one turns up. But this one is just this one's kind of has like that um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street vibe, you know, where they show you like all the highs and lows, oh, and right. they kind of break the fourth wall and they talk to the camera. So um, like like oh, the, and, so let me give you a, uh, there's actually there's one scene that kind of it's like almost Wolf of Wall Street where Tommy Lee wakes up, and he's like he's like I wake up in the morning, don't know what the fuck happens, but this is what this is my routine during the day. And uh, it just shows you the fucking debauchery that goes down. It's it's pretty wild. Some of the shit, they, it gets dark. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's just cool to relive the music and just at a time where that shit was crazy, uh, um, destroying hotels and getting drunk and banging around chicks. I mean, this is the this is the rock star to the rock star tenth degree. I mean, that's you know what I mean. Like when you think of Sex Drugs Rock Gold, that's they they lived it to the fullest. So um, yeah, check out the dirt on Netflix. It's uh, it's worth buying up. Buy it up. I'll buy for a dollar for sure. Right on. I'd buy that for a dollar. Cool. I think that's it for the extras then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch anything. We're, we're uh, just finishing up the fourth season of uh, of Shameless. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We 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 try to watch this. this an episode a night of that it's just it's just so good it's too good it's i mean i i i can resist binge watching the wife loves binge watching shit so i i'm the one who kind of meters uh the uh the shameless but um if i was a if i was a binge watcher i would binge watch that show gotcha you guys see the once upon time in hollywood trailer Uh, no i did not I remember seeing it got posted or something like that, but I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I saw it. I commented on it. Yeah, you're not you're not. Um, I'm referencing Tony, uh, a big Tarantino buff, right? Um, so I wouldn't expect you to. Be- I'm not a big anything buff. Yeah, exactly. You like you take every <laughs> like, movie. I watch the movie. All he's, he's, he's just now. He's just buff now. <laughs> yeah. buff, buff. There you go. So, yeah, interesting. But you what are you, a dialogue your... buff movie guy. I do enjoy dialogue. I wouldn't say I'm a buff of anything. I couldn't go. Oh, there's that movie, and that sounds like this movie, and that's directed by that guy. But no, I don't do that. Gotcha. So, Fonzo, what was your uh, review of the uh, of the um, 
Well, it's cool to see Leo again and uh, and Brad. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while, man. Right. So it's cool to see him and his stuff, man. So it'd be cool to see uh, starring lead, you know, Leo doing more of Quentin's dialogue. We saw a little bit of him in Django. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Brad Pitt plays a stuntman, which is cool. It takes place like in the seventy. It's just cool to see Tarantino now make a movie as a western again. Which you know, don't get me wrong, loved them, thought they were great, but it's just kind of cool to see him, you know, in a different genre again. He has been in love with the genre for better part of a decade now. Yeah. And he did say he's only going to make ten movies, so if he sticks to that, he's only got two left. So mm, they're worth it, yeah. So yeah, no, I go. You know, Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. Um, the one standout of the trailer was this fucking guy that he cast to be fucking Bruce Lee, and the motherfucker sounded, you would think he was Bruce Lee. Like, this was one of the best Bruce Lee's on-screen adaption mm. ever. Like, the way he talks, the way he moves. And then we get a fucking fight scene with Bruce Lee and, Brand- and Brad Pitt. It's fucking awesome. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah that's um, cool. Didn't we get much of the plot, but, you know, dude, it's fucking Tarantino. What do you, watch what do you expect? Does, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, you'll see, you'll like it. It's no, you know what I mean? It's fucking, yeah. <laughs> well. So, yeah. It was cool. And then my friend Chris got to see them filming in Burbank when he was down there. Just happened to be down there. And then a lot of streets were closed down. He's like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, they're filming a movie. She goes outside and walks and who does he see? Fucking Tarantino in the back of a car. Um, whether it be when I think Brad Pitt was driving. How fucking crazy is that? Pretty bitching. So, yeah. Once upon a time, Hollywood. Mike's excited for it. I think that comes out in July. So, uh, Let's see. I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter. My Twitter was blowing up where this uh, high school in New Jersey did an alien play. Did you see this? I heard about that. Yeah, dude. They had pictures of it, dude, it, and they had video of it. I think they posted the trailer on Reddit. Dude, this shit was fucking badass. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, man. So, hey, uh, since we haven't played PG in a while, Tony, you ready to play? PG? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Your favorite game, partner. We'll do one movie, right? You guys either win or lose, right? Since it's a championship round for the fellas, let's just, just give you guys a championship round. All right. Oh, boy. All right. Sex, sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, frightening, and intense scenes. You got to start with, with uh, gore because that's you know, sometimes the movies have unique gore. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, hmm. A lot of some of the words give it away, so I'm just going to have to leave the names blank, all right? Uh-huh. Blank member fight up uh, fight with each other due to money issues. Uh, uh, Tyron Woodley, he's a UFC fighter, beats up people. That's what it says. Blank sees blank torture a black guy with a pit bull. Blank tells him to stop acting coonish. Twenty oh. fifth hour. Uh, no. Damn. Yeah, blank and his goons trick blank into meeting blank at the studio. When blank arrives, blank and his goons jump blank and force him to sign blank out of his contract. <laughs> oh, the um, Tony. Oh, you already got a guess. Yeah, oh, hold your horses, mm-hmm. Tony. What? Uh, uh, Blank uh, pulls a machine gun at some guys. They run away in fear. Close-ups of Blank bloodied face after getting beat up. Because it's one eight seven on the undercover. <laughs> the opening scene involves Blank being involved in a drug deal, and he escapes the house where the deal is. Guns are involved. We see the aftermath of the Ronnie King riots. N W. Hey, Tony. <laughs> Harley's like giving it. He's like, this motherfucker's not getting it. <laughs> Straight out of Compton. You yeah, I never saw that. Oh, you never saw it? Oh, no. oh what the fuck? New He's one. not a hip-hop guy. I don't know, man. I'll enjoy it. Like, no. different, different. 
<laughs> I mean, it was a good film, whether you're a hip hop guy or not. But that certainly could have been. Yeah, he's not any buff of anything. Harley, relax, all right? <laughs> Shit, take it easy. Not a buff of good movie. Yeah, not a dance buff. Are you a dance buff, Harley? I mean, Tony. A what? What's dance a dance music buff? Uh, dance music. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm a buff. I mean, it's probably you? the closest thing that I like. I have knowledge available, like readily available, yeah. but not not very well. Are you a coding buff? That I'm. Yeah, I, I could. Yes. Yeah, you're a CrossFit buff. No. Yeah, you are. Don't try a front, bitch. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I, feel, oh, I don't feel like I know enough. How many days a week do you do CrossFit? Huh? How many days a week do you do CrossFit? Doing it and having the knowledge of the industry. Like, this bitch ass. That's two different things. <laughs> like, I watch. I know. I watch movies all the fucking time, but I don't I know hear, anything about the directors. Art. I hear Art's eyes rolling in the back of my <laughs> Like I don't I don't know about the the people and whatever. How about a keto? You a keto buff? Yeah, you a keto buff? You sure do talk about food a lot now. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of your conversations are about CrossFit, Pokemon, and, and keto diets, right? Yeah. What that's... about uh what about the, 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 the Panda Express? You're a Panda Express buff? Yeah, you're a panda buff. <laughs> Uh, he only goes on it's like we're interrogating for Tony over here. <laughs> How about Panda Express, buff? You like Panda Express, so you don't fucked up now. Uh-huh. Don't fucked up, see? You know, we know you like buff, you orange chicken buff, huh? <laughs> you is you, huh? Chow mein eat motherfucker, you. <laughs> Chow mein eat motherfucker. <laughs> like I'll be the first to admit, I'm a chicken fucker, buff, right? Yeah. If, if, if somebody knows no, my you just, no, you just you just fuck them in the buff, like <laughs> in the butt. You, you've gone too far, man. You've gone oh, too shit. far. Yeah, I have a couple of grape sodas. Yeah, yeah. Leave MCP alone, man. Angie's coming back. She won't kick your ass, Harley. Oh shit! That's right. So, Tony's all right. Man, I thought I was Angie's favorite. What the fuck is this Tony's bullshit, bitch? You ain't get no heart emojis on your pics. Relax. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't get no likes. Oh shit. So, all right, man. So let's see who got the homework this week. What we got? What do we got? Yeah, I signed the homework. Mortal Engines. Yeah, you did. Uh, in a post-apocalyptic world where cities ride on wheels and consume each other to survive, two people meet in London and try to stop a conspiracy. Now, this did is... you get everyone's calls, everyone's picks? Uh, yes. Okay. Got cool. three. All right. Yeah, I recognized uh, one of the one of the main actors from the Umbrella Academy, the the Tom guy, Robert oh, shit. He's in, Sheehan. He's in Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, he's in he's in Umbrella Academy. So you're watching that show? Is that an extra? It's a you show. That? It's not oh. a movie. Yeah, we talk about shows. Harley just mentioned uh, shows. Okay, yeah. I mean, I We're didn't care to talk about, about it. I guess robots. it it didn't. I didn't care that much about it. So Dang. like, I it had my interest. And then I didn't like the way it ended. I was just like, eh. And so that's why I just fell off you my radar and I forgot about it. Thing? What? The first episode or the whole what? thing? The whole thing. Oh, shit. You watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. But by the last, like at the end, I was like, I didn't like the way it ended. And I just thought, eh. And so that's why I just forgot about it. Okay. Yeah. So, safe to say you ain't an Umbrella Academy buff is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I it's like I watched all the way to the end like it was really good and it had me interested all the way to the end but then 
I didn't like the way it ended. Some helpful information. Let everybody else know so they wouldn't do the same thing. <laughs> Save themselves some time. Or are you just saying that's just for you? You think other people would enjoy it? D- yeah, I don't know if they would feel the same way at the end. Like it was a waste of their time. Mm. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it on the way. So it feels like it, I'd, I'd give most of it a dollar because I did enjoy the first, you know. Most of the episodes, what, but what I don't feel like I would go what do back. You mean most of it a dollar? What part of the dollar would you give? Is it part of the movie you give a dollar? Or is it part of a dollar you give? Yes. <laughs> I want Tony. All of that. I want Tony to go back. He had the the best old man moment. <laughs> it was about forty five seconds ago, Tony. If you could go back and click, where you go, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? 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 What do you want? What? Why are we bothering? I know I brought up a brother. Kevin got really upset. I'm like, geez, he didn't like that show. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't ask again. I thought you were gonna make the, uh, you mentioned Mr. Anderson was in the movie. So you're talking Anderson, about the Tom guy. Uh, he was also in that movie Bad Samaritan. We watched. Remember the, the Sheehan guy? The guy, yeah, Tom guy. Bad Samaritan. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, but that's we're not talking about that. Movie. We're talking about Mortal Engines. Yeah, and, Hardy, and Tony's been wanting to see this for a while. He's had it in his back pocket for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what'd you think, Tony? Yeah, I enjoyed watching cities fight. Like that's what that's what drew me in. That's what I wanted to see. Oh, we don't actually see a ton of that, and that's the biggest problem. Mm. Like, I, that's all I wanted to say. It felt like they tried to put way too much story into a movie time frame. And it, 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 it fell apart for me. Like, there was just, they tried to cram way too much stuff. Maybe if it were like more of a series, they could have put more. Cause it's a big world and I enjoy the world. That's funny that you they said built. that. There was halfway watching the movie. I said the same thing. I'm like, this would have been cool if it was a TV show. Yeah. I yeah. said the same thing. I no, said, you didn't. Right. no, you did it. Shut no, up. No, I swear to God. Nobody believes you. Absolutely. No, they don't. No, whatever. Stop trying to be cool. Relax, guy. I'm trying to fit in. Exactly. You're not hey, buffing us. Do the same thing. You can't sit with us. It was funny because right in the very beginning they blow their load. You got the two fucking cities fighting. You're like, whoa. Right. Like, and I was like, started? like I, I, I wanted to see more of that. Like, what, what do the cities look like around the world? Like, what, the, what is. Like that was London, right? So what does Paris look like? What does Shanghai look like? What's a Hong Kong look like? Like what's what's all the different cities from around the world? And like what kind of character can they, can they bring to this animated moving city? And how does it fight? You know, like the different defense or the offense or all of that. I would, you know, I would a lot have been, of questions. You know, I would have been man. geeking over like just seeing cities battle each other, right. and that they didn't give a lot of it. You know, we it got creates the, a huge scale of a universe mm-hmm. that they barely even scratch the surface of. Yeah. yeah. And that is a huge issue with the film. This is based on a four novel series. Oh, oh man. Written in the early two thousands. So, uh, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking when I watched the movie, I was like, this is right up on us wheelhouse this is the kind of stuff she reads this kind of teen drama dystopian future where they create these big fantasy worlds 
the plausibility doesn't need to be there as long as detail is, you know, and then eventually there's a love story. Um, <clears throat> and this does that. This yeah. opens up this gigantic world. Like you said, 10 part miniseries, you could have addressed this. I mean, all of London is a fucking, a giant tank that rolls around to consume other cities for its natural resources, even though there's plenty of sunlight and there's still trees around. So the, I mean, it, it, like you said, it, it just, the first 20 minutes of the movie just raises a hundred different questions and it answers like three of them in the next hour and 40 minutes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which for some people, it's kind of a deal breaker for others like kids. They don't give a fuck. Well, they I don't know, just, man, a little long for kids, you know. Oh, my kids love the shit out of it. They oh, no were, way. oh, they were eating it up. Oh, I shit. mean, Mazzy was, oh, she was all in from the the word go, and Anna was too. I mean, they they all just loved them, loved it. Um, and and me and Chris and Chris was into it too, because like I said, that first twenty minutes it creates such a wild world that just you're just like, whoa, that's so wild, it's so weird. You know, and then they get off the ship and they're walking in the fucking tank tracks. And it's like, um, you, you know, I, I think this is where, um, um, Peter Jackson's, um, and, and obviously the director, Christian Rivers is the special effects guy for, for Peter Jackson, right? So he's got an eye for the animation and sort of that, the blending of, cause a majority of this movie is just animated. Um, right but it does a very good job of sort of bringing you into that world and you, you, it doesn't feel like a bad set piece or bad CG. Um, you do really feel like it's a real world. Um, some of the interior sets of, uh, of, you know, different ships or, or the, the flying ship was, was obviously a set and it's done very well. The attention to details there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I had a problem so, with that. They have a moving city, and then they don't lock things down in the museum. The two minion statues, like you know, you know, this shit moves all the time. You can't. Uh, there's you there's a lot. Of, well, maybe it's like, down. <laughs> I mean, like uh, uh, Tony, you just went on a cruise, right? Yeah, it's a big giant boat that he's floats trying, around. He's trying, to, he's trying to forget that it's a giant city. Uh, did was everything strapped down? No. Everything it just yeah, the, but this fucking thing was going up hills and down hills. Yeah, fair hills. enough. I mean, fair enough. But again, this is a fantasy. Cruise, his yes. cruise wasn't going up waves and shit. That's, well, I'm sure it did. It's just so big, it just kind of cuts through. Well, I'm so. sure if the cruise ship wanted to eat another cruise ship, we would they'd be going over <laughs> some waves. Thank you, Thurgood. <laughs> if a cruise ship wanted to eat, it's just like cruise. you know when I'm watching, I'm like, man, I just want to play a video game. Like it just kept looking like a video game, mm. you know. I was like, oh, that's cool. That looks cool. But like, but I was like, I just want to pick up control and play. <laughs> hmm. You know, it's just it has that problem. Where it's like everything's fucking CG where it doesn't doesn't look real. You know, I mean, it looks good, but it just doesn't feel real to me. And I don't know. I just had that. Like I said I even had a problem like Avengers when everything just starts to get into CG. Now it's just like that's all. It's just eye candy. It looks cool, but wait, know. did you just have a criticism for the Avengers? Yeah, I said that last time. Wow. You know, I think 
the when when I went to the Grand Canyon and the, when I first experienced it, it felt like it wasn't real. Like my eyes couldn't couldn't process what I was looking at. Like the standing at the edge and just seeing everything. It's like this is this is beyond what my what my uh, my eyes could handle at the moment. And I kind of uh, always go back to that feeling in in movies. If I see something that doesn't look real, I'm just like, oh, it's just because it's. I I, I know the I know the Grand Canyon's real, you know. So why don't I just let this thing be the, the have that that same effect, where yeah, it doesn't look real, but it is. It's real in the movie, and let myself fall into that, you know, the illusion that it's reality, and I think I get over it. So what I'm trying to hey, say is know, get over it. And and I I'm know that that's the reason why. Um, but I also didn't shortly into the movie opt having an issue with the fact that it was all CG. Like I just kind of, I don't know. I just sort of bought into the, to the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, as unplausible as it seems, I, <laughs> I still just ended up just kind of going with the flow. And, and I, and I think, um, um, I, I want to, I want to, I don't want to be that guy at the beginning where I just complain and complain and complain about the movie. Cause I actually liked it. I think you liked it at the end. <laughs> and, and I didn't, I recognized the faults of the film, but it wasn't necessarily because it wasn't so much faults of the actual film. I mean, it has some of the most cliche riddled, uh, um, dialogue, you know, I mean, it, it, it's so like, you know, I mean, some of the dialogue at the end, especially at the end was, was so like, you know, plagiarized. I mean, word for word kind of thing. It's constantly rolling your eyes. But I think for me, what kept me interested and kept me, you know, enjoying it to a certain degree was just a visual stunningness of it you know a year from now two years from now somebody's gonna say hey did you ever see that mortal engines i'm like oh you mean the one that uh the dvd cover looks like a mortal Kombat character and it's got mortal in the movie so i wanted to think it was uh but it's instead of of people filling killing it's robots killing oh wait it's not robots um but i'll always remember fondly of the art design of this amazing visual world that was created. And I think that was essentially the goal of the film. I think they probably would have liked to make sequels to this. Um, They even interviewed, I think it was the director, maybe it was um, Jackson about, you know, making a franchise, which I'm sure won't happen because this movie did not do well financially. It was a big box office bomb, which I can kind of see that why it, you know it, it was panned by critics. I think it's got like a twenty Ron Tomato. It's original. It, it, it's how do you fucking write a trailer for this to appeal to a huge demographic? Like you know, cities are attacking each other. Like, huh? I mean, wouldn't this make for a twenty minute short better? Um, <laughs> <That's> robots. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, um, so I can see why it didn't do well. I can see why it's probably not going to get sequels. Um, but I think ultimately they probably would have liked to create a franchise around this. 
Sure, they're always in mind to make a friend. Absolutely, of course, of course. But with a universe that's such an epic scale, such as Mortal Engines, it it sort of lends itself to that, I think. Um, So as much as I had problems with the movie, I still ended up enjoying it. You know, maybe not so much as the kids did just because. Um, And I don't know, it seems like um, so many of the pieces of the puzzle are kind of a waste of time. You know, like I said, the dialogue, some of the dialogue's like a pile of shit. I mean, it's so bad. But overall, when it all comes together, it's fairly it's fairly well edited. You I don't know? know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> some of the dialogue is a waste of time. Some of the dialogue is a pile of shit. But when you take all the pieces of the puzzle... So you, you like the visuals together. then? Yeah, absolutely. And I did enjoy the characters. I wasn't hugely in invested in them but i knew they weren't gonna i know i know right i'm all over the place Jesus. i wasn't wow. i knew they weren't gonna die and so i didn't feel any sense of fear in their lives well i didn't say they did or didn't die i just said i knew they weren't gonna die um i think i don't know i think you go into this kind of movie you know these characters aren't gonna die um but I ended up liking it. I ended up enjoying it. I should have probably just started with that and ended with that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm glad you had fun. I, I I didn't really enjoy it as much. It's cool to look at, but like I said, it's just overwhelming. It's just too much. It's like, all right, relax already. It's fucking nothing's real in this thing. I don't know. I didn't really care the characters. I wasn't really motivated from the girl, and then, you know, fucking Mr. Anderson. He what do you think about the robot that was after? Well, it was kind of he was cool. He was familiar looking cool. Yeah, he was cool. I mean, some of the parts yeah, cool. looked cool, you know. But I, would I watch it again? Now nah. would I recommend it? Nah. So you know, it's just it wasn't just. Um, you know, was there's, there's movies that have a lot of CG, but you can't tell it's CG. You know, this one just is full on animated. So I mean, it's I guess it's a cool concept. I, I don't know. I mean, see on top of tanks, like if obviously bomb. Nobody really talks about it. No one really saw it. You know. And you're right. Well, I, I, oh, it looks like it's fucking Mortal Kombat 11. If you didn't, if you didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. I, I think any of the hype was associated with Peter Jackson. And, right. If anything, yeah. And I don't think that. I don't think Peter Jackson, the clout that uh, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Tony. Um. <laughs> Huh? I don't have I don't have much to add. Yeah, and I, I like the visuals, um, and they, that's the only thing that really carried me through the movie. Because you talk about like dialogue that was you know rehashed. I, I don't even remember the dialogue. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember hearing any dialogue at the end. Like I just remember seeing you know the the planes the explosions the 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 fighting you know, the the big tanks and I, like the visuals i was it was just all eye candy for me so you know i enjoyed it for that i also i you know i made a point to watch this upstairs in the the theater kind of thing you know and i think that helped i think watching it on the big screen where you take a the, shot kids every time harley brings up his projection no that's not, i didn't say that i said um so I think that actually kind of helps because it is the visual, so watching on the big screen kind of thing. 
Um, I, I think if you'd saw this in the theater, you'd be like, yeah, that wasn't bad. Like it's, you know, big lights, big sound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not on my phone. Yeah. That's not for okay, I think. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, you know, I mean, this is like, if this was written for adults, right? Um, I don't know. Uh, Mortal Engines is the first of four novels in Philip Reeves' quartet of the same name. The book focuses on... You think it's a it's a teen? It's in that teen genre? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the genre is young adult okay. via Wikipedia. So if you made this for adults, like, I'd read this. This would be some, you know, like, what made this? Was it, you know, sort of a nuclear war? How did it turn? How did... You know, the resources, these giant robots, like, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like fucking Titanic on tank tracks, right? Like, I'm all aboard. Like, I would, I'm interested. Um, they're trying to take the young adult novel and turn it into a young adult movie. And, you know, the young adults that are going to go see this movie are just going to be like, is this part of the MCU? Okay, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does it connect to, yeah, does it connect to Avengers? To yeah. Connect to Thanos? No, no thanks. No. Well, I mean, obviously it didn't do well, so. No, no, I, I'll pull it up on box office. I think got a huge budget, too. Was it? So, yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's going to be a waste of time, unfortunately. I can't, I can't recommend it. That would be a waste of time. Dollar for me. Yeah, it was a hundred million dollar budget mm. on a fifteen point nine million dollar domestic mm. gross. That's got to be one of the biggest flops. It was for the year, of, right? of the decade. That is gigantic. Mm-hmm. What'd you Flop. get? I give it a dollar. I'd buy oh. that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I. There's a lot of parts about it that I did not like, um, but the, you know, it's from a visual standpoint, it's just so over the top. I just, right. I, it was, you know, it just kind of, I just kept on going with it. All right, well, let's see how uh, they did. Let's see how. Hold they on, did. hold on, hold on. Let me read this. Uh, Moral engines grow 16 million in the United States and Canada, and 67 million in other territories for a total world gross of 83 against a production budget of at least 100 million. Uh, I read uh, Alita's made thirty three three hundred thirty nine million worldwide. Where Ford didn't, you know, it did a little, but it's like fuck, it cleaned up worldwide. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about being like the biggest box office flop, but this was huge. That's a huge flop. Interesting. All right, let's see what do they got to say. Oh, so you want me to tell you uh, the score right now? Because this is important. It is the championship round. Bring it's it up, championship round. So we have a two-way tie for first place, and uh, Donaldo is only one point out of second place. So oh. D's got 21, and my boy Reed and my boy Art, my favorite listeners, hey. tied for Donaldo's as my D's favorite. straight back from Costa Rica. No oh, shit. Up. Have 22. So, yeah, there this is... is- this is by far the closest closest oh. championship round. And last time I checked, whoever has the most points at the end of this 
will win. Interesting. Interesting fact. Thank you for bringing that up. It's a very important fact. There you go. These people didn't know. And if you don't know, well, now you know. Savage Scott, take it away, sir. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. And <laughs> Donaldo. This is Donaldo. Good luck, everyone. What are your picks, Harley? You think they get them all right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I think we're going to get one, maybe two points. Um, we might see some accents, but yeah, this one's a tough one. Yeah, we'll get some accents, right? We'll get some bonus points. I don't know. I mean, these guys have surprised me before, though. So. All right, let's see. Hey, what's up, bad boys, bad girls? Oh, this is your boy, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> One point for the accent. <laughs> Before I played for the Lakers, I loved watching movies. And, uh, well, see, afterwards, I love watching movies, too. So, uh, me, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, I think... Harley's going to give the film Model Engines a dollar. And uh, I, I think Tony's going to give it a dollar. No. No, man. Tony's going to give this a waste of time. Damn it, On his metrics, he's like, hmm, looks good. But everything else is pants. <laughs> pants? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And good metrics. That's something Shaquille O'Neal would say. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like I broke character for a second. <laughs> over, he's going to give this film a dollar. Oh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll give him the point for, for the accent, but not the best of accents. I don't really think Shaq sounds like that, do you? Stoned? <laughs> Maybe if he was stoned, yeah. So he only got two well, points. Damn, that's right. Only two points. Wow. All right. Next. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. Call it in with this week's picks of the week. Ah, fuck it. I was trying to do a re-impersonation. That cheating motherfucker. Who does research? I just go with my gut read. That's how you do it. But anyway, oh. we're here. It's not fired. Shots fired. In the nitty gritty final fucking week of this tournament. And here we go with this week's homework was picked by fucking MCP. And he picked a fucking horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> I know fucking Harley's talking about peak, uh, what, superhero fatigue, but I think this is fucking YA post apocalyptic over stylized. Bullshit fatigue with all these fucking young adult novels. This is just a horror. I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Word I'm up, watching dude. the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen the trailer a few right times on. about fucking mobile cities that are fucking like. I give, I give us a review later. Sense that, that doesn't make any fucking sense. 
So I don't know. This 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 is horrible. I'm pretty sure MCP didn't know anything about it. So I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna lay the blame on him. But I'm gonna have to say this. For me, it's a fucking waste of time. I'm never gonna watch this piece of shit. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say he's gonna go to the movie a waste of time without even t- watching it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a waste of time, a certified waste of time for the bad boy oh, three. Damn it! Dang. Right, well, I got you a point. Now you're welcome. But god damn it! He, he, I think he was. Um, his judgment was a little cloudy there. He was. He was, he was going with what he would do. Anger. A little angry, yeah. He's a little pissed off about that movie, and it might have clouded his judgment a little there, you know. Yeah, yeah think straight, but he got a point, so a one. Yeah, uh, what's going so on, bad boys? It's Steve back in town. It's good to be back home. Vacation was great, you know. I loved, uh, loved there. I loved everything about Costa Rica, but it's good to be home. But anyways, on to the picks. Hope you guys had a good weekend. So, Sounds like he's still like um, flying or some shit. Like he's in the plane. He's on the plane right now. It's a private jet. Mortal Engines. Um, I think Tony and Fonzo are going to give it a waste of time. I think mm. Harley is going to give it a <laughs> Uh-oh. Big point D coming in. How you like that? Oh the shit! Twenty-four art in D twenty-three. Oh shit! Did it come down to last? Damn. Ooh, this is good. This is fucking great. This is gonna do it right here. If, if your picks don't agree with the fucking bad boys, be pissed off at them. Call them out in the next <laughs> message. <laughs> Oh shit! Here we go! Here we go! So say it again, Harley, real quick. Say it again. Read twenty-four. Art and Donaldo twenty-three. Oh, I fucking love it. Of course, the championship round has to go like this, right? What if we have a tie? What if we do? Yeah, I was about to say. What do we do if we had a tie? Have we had a tie before? Both be on. Huh? They have to both be on. Yeah, there you go. They're both guess. There you go. Booyah! All right. Well, here we go. Let's see if we can break this. We can see if we can get a definitive winner right here. I had the extra credit. I chose 1999's Go, comedy crime, directed by Doug Lyman, Swingers fame. Uh, Go tells the story of the events after a drug deal told from three different points of view. Uh, I remember seeing this. I remember seeing the titles, uh, the poster say from the director of Swingers. I was a huge fan of Swingers, so I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch what this guy does. Um, and then it just had just a bunch of character actors you've, you've seen. I mean, has has Tate Diggs ever been that good before? You know, like that he's really one? good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. fucking Breckin Meyer cracks me up. Sarah Polly is great playing Harley Martin. I mean, Ronna Martin, um, Katie Holmes. You know, uh, Timothy Oliphant's great. Like he was just the fucking star. Already got in a games. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me just fill out a return form here somewhere. Uh, what if Fickner being creepy as fucking it? Fucking uh, Jay Moore and Scott Wolf. Uh, it's just I forget like how like it kept coming back to the story, and I always love that you know, from different point of views and keep coming back to the same story. Yeah, three different. Um, yeah. So yeah, I chose it because I uh, I really like this movie. So curious to see what you guys think of it. 
I'd seen it a couple times. Oh, sorry. I was just looking at the popularity on fucking IMDb right now. It's like a 401. 401%. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Interesting. Yeah, who knows? Um, I'd seen this a couple times. This is probably my fourth. I have this on DVD. Um, I've always what been are a fan rare of it. movies you actually have on DVD. Oh, I have hundreds of DVDs. I just don't ever watch them anymore. <laughs> They're all just sitting <laughs> in a box in my garage or my closet. Um, so I, this is all I've always been fond of this. So when you picked it, I was like, yeah, right on. Um, it didn't. It aged well. It didn't. Um, you know, even though this movie is now you know twenty five years old. Crazy. Um. You know, obviously, Doug Lyman has gone on to be a very successful Hollywood action director making movies with Tom Cruise um, and Brad Pitt. Um, this was his roots, like you said. And you can see the talent. I noticed this go around. There's a lot of stylized camera work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like when people are laying on cars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that helps. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty straightforward um from a screenplay standpoint um but he gives it just a little bit of sort of visual flair and um he gets some really good performances um mm-hmm. from people you know them driving like to vegas blues. is hilarious you know well, yeah oh yeah like, yeah yeah so um Talking yeah i had a lot of fun with it yeah it, the, 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 the when he's asking about the contact for this off Motherfucker, i don't know it's like you got to talk about details man it's all about the story because it happened to me. That's why. It's just, man, why don't you get off my stinky dick? Like, it's just getting yeah. pissed off. And I just forgot how great they were together. Yeah. It's like, you done, girl? They're eating shrimp. Like, hey, don't eat that shrimp, man. It's fly dying. Oh, that's like, the best. Oh. Or even when the fucking hitman dude's got his, uh, he, he marks an X on his arm and tells him to shoot him. He's like, no, it's okay. It's fair. Go ahead, shoot him. <laughs> and, and then to be honest, like, oh, here, hold a pillow. And Kitty Holmes like, are you serious right now? He's like, yeah, this motherfucker's about to shoot his arm off. I want to see it. <laughs> I love the massive attack track playing so loud. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get a wire. Oh, it's so good. So good. Um, yeah, Timothy's great in this. Answer the question, Claire. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I adore this movie. Just even the, the quick, like you said, the quick, the quick scenes too when she's trying to flush all this shit in the toilet and, and he busts open the door and say, Oh, it's ready for you, you know. Um, to the, we've, we, me and you worked at the grocery store, you know, to, to mm. the bagging, just a little funny scene where it's like, you can't put poison with, with food. It's poison. A uh, couple, there's a couple scenes, like you said, in the toilet when she's flushing it. Uh, um, there's another scene that are really quite suspenseful. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it this time around thinking, wow, they did a really good job of like, making these scenes. It, if anything, it sticks out of an otherwise, you know, sort of, comedy action flick so to speak mm-hmm. um, not really action but yeah. but it, uh, made me, it made me feel sad for Tay Diggs like where is he he's fucking great in this he disappeared I mean he's right? still, and like if you look at his IMDB he's all over the place but yeah yeah. but in this he's so good like he's like a, he's just like a nice jacket oh thanks man bitch look at your shirt <laughs> when the guy gives him a tip in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> makes him park his car uh yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh, when he's trying to move shit from the back of the car, it's a Miata. I always love that line. Every time I see a Miata, I always think of that line. Yeah. <laughs> I always liked Jay Moore. I don't know. There was always something about him that. Yeah. Um, he was on the Adam Carolla podcast a lot, and obviously I was a big okay. fan of that. He's a big sports guy too, I think. So yeah, you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but him and Scott Wolf are good. 
Yeah. Yeah, Ficker's creepy, too, in this fucking thing. It's cringy as fuck. <laughs> makes you uncomfortable. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. MCP? No, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> you have to. You don't, you don't want to hear what I have to say. Uh, I'm giving, oh, I'm giving this later because I fucking love this movie. I can watch this all the time. That was a fucking movie. I'm desperate to hear Tony's review. I gave I, it the I, thirty I, minute treat. I gave it the thirty minute treatment. I watched thirty minutes and and finished it and fast forward. What you didn't even finish the damn thing? No, I finished like, but it was just in double time. I heard all the dialogue and everything like in double time. When you were watching it, yes. Was this your first time seeing it? Yes. Are you going to fast forward through it? Yes. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I was like, this is so stupid. The th- 30 minutes, nothing entertained me in the first 30 minutes. And I said, nope, can't do it. I'm fast forwarding through it. And I got, I mean, I got the whole story and none of it appealed to me. I mean, it, I, I, I it just, the, the grocery store scene, everything, everything made me cringe. The whole movie just made me cringe. This fucking movie is making me cringe. That's unbelievable. Yeah. The the bathroom scene I thought was stupid. The grocery store thing I thought was stupid. I mean, everything, everything. I was just like, this is this is dumb. Yeah. I thought you'd like give it a dollar. (laughs) Didn't have enough moving cities or enough CG in it for him, I guess. Well, I mean, you know, the easy zone in that regards. I mean, you know, whatever, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's just fun. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue, but I just thought, you know, I I just don't understand why. I, I don't I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, uh, t- t- Fonzo, do you think maybe um, one of the reasons why we enjoy the movie so much is... What do you give it? I'm curious. Uh, I give it a dollar. I don't. Do you think it's because we we enjoy it, or we enjoyed it so much in the past, so that sentimental value kind of thing? No, but even watching it again, it fucking held up, though. That's the weird part, you know. Yeah, I, wasn't, I, I was kind of skeptical, like, oh fuck, it's not gonna hold up. It's ninety nine. How's it gonna hold up? But uh, the lines are coming back to me. I love the fucking chicks. Would you like to be getting high with us? I was just always like that line, the way she said that. It cracked me up. Um, um, the whole oh, tantrum, baby. Like, it was just it was just coming back. But, you know, but rewatching it again, I was like, I was I watched it like late at night. And I fucking stayed up, like, finished the whole thing. Because um, I couldn't stop watching. I wanted to finish it. So it obviously held up. And, and uh, there were some parts I forgot, especially the third act with Scott Wolf and Jay Moore's side. So for me, it held up. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. So Like I said, I, I felt like it held up too. Um, the know, magic I, carpet ride when the, when the song kicks in, when they're chasing, yeah, yeah. chasing Vegas. Yeah. It's a fun little action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like Godfather, but um, oh, sure. Yeah. it's it's fun. So yeah, yeah, I give it a high dollar. For sure. Uh-huh. That is good luck getting this shit. pick then. Yeah. I gave it a Goldblum. Wow! No way are people going. I don't think Tony has given a movie a gold bloom in over a year. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. <clears throat> I 
And uh, this oh, week's extra credit. He wants the championship. He's doing two accents. Exactly. He ain't fucking around. <laughs> is uh, the movie Go, which isn't the film from 1999 that I love the most, but some people love it. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, <laughs> I think this this film's gonna be like a certified Ronaldo because, uh, well, it's just fine, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Is this like the old man version of Shaq? Uh, Confused. Shaq's dead, maybe. For the week, um, excited to hear about the Lakers game and all of the chicken. Bad boys alike. I'm confused. Did he break character again at the end there? He was, I thought he was. He was just signing off. Okay. <laughs> that was rough, man. That was. I don't know what's gonna get it. Uh, he did score two points again, so that puts him at 26. So uh, Art and Don Naldo need three points to tie, four points to win, and I just don't think it's going to happen. Extra credit, and we are going with Go from Fonzo. He picked Go. I never even heard of this fucking movie. 1999, fucking it the is. Fuck? The trailer makes it look awesome. I can't believe I... I somehow passed this up, and if this looks like it's a cult favorite for show, your boy Fonzo loves it. How much does he love it, though? Does he love it Come for a fucking Slater, or does he love it for a dollar? I don't know, man. I'm going to say, here's my, I want to win, but I have to go out there. I'm going to fucking say, I don't know, fucking Reed, Reed Wilson with his fucking nerdy glasses <laughs> off. <laughs> on being a nerd and doing research. So I'm gonna say Come fucking on, Fonzo. I'm gonna say Fonzo gave. I'm gonna say dollar for Fonzo, dollar for ah. Harley, and a waste of time for MCP. You know he's so the oldest cool. of the three. Oh. He fucking uh, doesn't like to show his age, but uh, I think. Did he say I'm the oldest of us? He might have. It's his birthday or some shit, and he did some weird shit, like some CrossFit stuff. So happy birthday to you, MCP. But uh, that's it. Like I said, dollar for Fonzo, dollar for Harley. I waste time for MCP. Hopefully, that's enough to win this week. Take care, guys. Have a great show. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. Right, thank you, man. You pulled oh. the accent at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so close. I thought I, he 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 wanted to take a shot, but then he Here's did the it. Thing, is if he had doubled down on your Slater, it'd have been over. That would have tied. Oh. Oh shit. Damn. Dang. Because I was thinking, like, how can he make three points to tie for first? He should have thrown an accent then. That's some surprise. He cut it on an accent if yeah. he got your Slater. He knew you were going to love it. And if he was going to swing for the fences, then he would have doubled down. And that's what I was thinking he was going to do. I'm going to say Fonzo gives it a Slater, and I'm going to go ahead and double down because I need the points. Right. Um, he played safe. it safe. And he's safely right. got himself. Norm- normally when he says those combination of words, he just doesn't double down. He goes for the Slater, but he doesn't double down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the championship series, played it safe. From the NFL coaches, like, nah, nah, we'll, we'll so kick field goal. Champions, you know, they play it safe. Yeah, they kick that field goal and then they miss it. <laughs>
All right, oh, that was the last one. Chargers in every playoff game there. <laughs> so where are we at right now? Reed, 26, Art, 24. So this, How many points does Donaldo need? Donaldo has 23. He needs three points to tie it, four points to win it. Oh, he'd have to have, oh, he'd have, to have an accident and get them all right. For the uh, four, right? No, if he got them all right, he would score four points, which would put him at 27. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, good luck. Gets them all right, which he's not going to do. <laughs> That's why he's got certified Donaldo. Right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's going to, yeah. Damn, oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. All right, here we go. Good call. Go. Saw that once. And uh, I had to look at the trailer because it's been a while since I've seen it. So I think all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. Ah! So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! Disappoints. <laughs> There's a reason it's called certified Donaldo. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's it. Uh, yeah, guys, good to be home again. See it easy. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for calling. In. Appreciate it. Well, there you go. That's it, man. Read. You are Reed, the You've come back. You've taken your throne back. You've gotten your. There it is. Soak it in, sir. You have regained your championship. You're back on top, sir. How do you like that? We have to beware. Believe like Angie's coming back. So, you know, not to scare you anything, but we're going to have another player back in there. So, throw it in the middle. Yeah, man. Let him enjoy his victory for a little bit. <laughs> You're already yeah, intimidating saying, him. It's get, you see how close this was. Yeah, this could have went either way. So oh, this but, was huge. This was by far the closest. Oh yeah, so fucking comeback went down, went down yeah. the last, went Absolutely. down the last second. Absolutely. So you make your pick, sir, for the homework. Come and join us next week. Help us review it. Be fucking awesome. So, Reed, congratulations. Yeah, let, let us know asap when and how you're going to be on the podcast. And uh, a. he gets to pick the homework. That's right. So who's the runner up? Well, you know, the fact that he only picks New Zealand films and we just <laughs> reviewed Mortal Engines, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, yeah, but who, who has the extra credit? Well, I was supposed to have homework. So would I have extra credit? No. No. I don't know. How, how, how have we done that in the past? Second place gets it. Yeah, except for we got a two-way tie for that. That's have, have to fight it out then. <laughs> um, I don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> and I feel like Art with those 20-inch pythons, I think he'd, he'd win. Yeah, it's true. Over-the-top arm wrestling style. Um. <laughs> What do we do here? What do we do? Um, then we just do one time. We last time we just did one movie. You could. And then the last, the other week was the extra credit or some shit. Yeah, but you still run into the issue of who assigns it. Doesn't whether it's this week or next week. You still need someone to assign it. The problem um, is picking who gets. You to want to just review one movie next week, and then the following week we'll go back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh, we could do that too. Fonzo, 
Yeah, since there was a tie, nullify, no fucking extra credit. <laughs> You're both yeah. losers. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You both played it safe, so fuck you. you. Played it safe, yeah. Bad honor to the king. Read. It's only one home. That's it. Next time. Next time, don't don't fucking tie. Just dominate, kick ass, win by ten points. We don't yeah, have to worry about this shit this, anymore. Uh, playing safe. You, exactly. You, go, go field goal. Yeah, fucking throw that fucking bomb. Hail Mary. Yeah. In the end fucking zone. Fucking punt, around. fake, oh, field goal, fake. Exactly. Don't ever fucking punt. Yeah, just keep going on fourth and down. Yeah, fourth, fourth and 11. Fourth and longer doesn't matter. Fucking go for it. Right, MCP? You fucking know these references. You gotta, you gotta go for the onside kick every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no man. safeties allowed, bitches. That's it. Fuck okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. No fucking two. Yeah, go for the two points afterwards too. So Art yeah. and D, you lost. Reed, you're the champion. Booyah! And you're my favorite listener. Yeah, and why you got? Why you got? Why you got to try to kill Dora? Huh? Stop over there in New Zealand, man. So let's uh um uh. And what's up with the uh, the old man Shaq? Um, I'm, I'm curious. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to ask that. <laughs> well, there you go. Ask him live when he's, he joins Shaq. us next week. That's it. Hopefully he talks like Shaq the entire episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. So how's your guys' weekends, man? What y'all do? Tony? I am tired as fuck. Physically, physically, physically drained. Uh... Well, it was my birthday on Thursday, Friday. Um, we went tell out. the listeners how old you are. You son of a bitch. Thirty-seven. Wow. Um, I don't think we did anything on Thursday. Yeah, I don't do shit Thursday. Friday, uh, had the family dinner, um, at Slater's Fifty Fifty in San Marcos. Um, I had the Fifty Alarm Burger, which is a um ghost pepper burger mm. Mm. um it was it was good it was it was really good they, i i didn't realize that, that it came with a fried egg on it and that went really well with the ghost pepper um mm. i ate that up um had a, had a few beers and then the following morning we had the last workout of the crossfit open 19.5 and I was fucking hurting <laughs> from, oh, shit. yeah, that ghost pepper was eating my insides and Whoa. the workout was kicking my ass. So oh, you get that Ojo Rojo shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, my whole body was Rojo, man. It was, yeah, inside and out. It, 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 it sucked. I'm still, I'm still recovering from it today. Damn. Um, but after the, uh, after the workout, um, we, we hung out. Uh, at at the gym, I, I, we we judged for other uh, for other people, um, and then that afternoon we went to an escape room. Uh, we went down to Enigma HQ in San Diego, and the reason I picked it was because it uh, instead of being the the key based puzzles, it's more like riddles, and like you have to solve multiple puzzles as opposed to find multiple keys it just seemed like a cool first experience for our friend group so that was cool then we had some after that uh we we almost didn't finish like we 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 were flying through it and then we get to just like hit a brick wall at one point they were giving us hints through the tv and we just weren't weren't figuring it out and finally like like four minutes left 
we, we rapidly get it. So, um, we were able to stay friends and we, it's like, there's no way we'd be able to <laughs> maintain friendship if we would have lost that. Mm. Uh, so then afterwards we just had a, uh, had sushi downtown San Diego, which is pretty good. Um, and then today, today we just chilled. Um, I did, I did go for a run because in a, in a couple of weeks I signed up for a, for a Ragnar relay. It's where they run. I'm not sure if I talked about it before, but as a group of 12, um, we do a relay from Huntington beach all the way to San Diego. And it, it, it goes wow. over the course of like two days. That's no joke. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets pretty intense. Um, and so I got the three legs that I got is I start with an eight, eight and a half mile run and then like a four mile run and then the three mile run. Um, and each one is separated by like six hours or something like that. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's intense. So I need to, I need to start building up my endurance for running. So my legs are fried from the working out from the workout from yesterday. I figured that's a good way to start my run today. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be pretty tired out on, out in the relay. So, uh, and then the, the, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just chilled today. So, but I'm pretty beat. Uh, I'll go. Uh, yesterday was uh, our Saturday where we just fucking sat around. Chris did some like homework um, for work and I just kind of lounged around. And, um, and then today we did our sort of our, our traditional um, going to the gym and then uh, doing the sauna thing. We ran into this woman a prior age late 30s early 40s she says she sits in the sauna for an hour whoa she says she goes for 15 minute basically like 15 minute intervals she gets out showers fills up her water bottle and then goes back in she goes i i love it she goes i i could sit in here forever (laughs) and we're like jesus that's insane, dude. It's like 130 degrees in there. I mean, you just sweat like like nobody's business. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm in here for like an hour." And she was in there the entire time we were at the at the gym, which was probably 45 minutes or close to an hour. Yeah, I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> so to each his own. But, um, anyways, um. Yeah, that's just our, we just love that. We just love going to the gym, getting our exercise on, and then going and sitting in the sauna. It's just, it's such a nice way to sort of end the weekend. So, um, oh yeah, we bought a ladder. We stole the ladder and then we (laughs) bought the ladder. Well, this house has super high ceilings, right? You got the vaulted ceilings. And we had a six foot A frame ladder. Well, I need to get there's there's two ceiling fans in the living room, and I can't reach them with six foot ladder, um, unless I stood on the very top rung, which I'm not gonna fucking do that. <laughs> so, um, even my tall ass, right? Yeah. And I need to replace the light bulbs, and I need to clean the bowl that the light bulbs are in because it's like 15 years of dust up in there, you know, and so. 
it's like you turn the lights on and you can barely see any fucking light because there's so much dust up there. And it's probably a fire hazard at this point when there's mm. too much dust up there. So I need to get those fuckers down, but we don't have a ladder big enough. So so we saw like, uh, uh, an ad in the local hardware store for a ladder, for an eight-foot ladder. I was like, babe, that's the ladder we need. She was like, all right, cool. So then like the next day, <clears throat> she goes on Facebook's whatever uh, the the marketplace and somebody locally is looking to buy a small A-frame ladder. So she's like, hey, I got a six-foot A-frame ladder. I'll sell you for 25 bucks." And they're like, yep. So they came and bought the fucking beat-up A-frame ladder. Fine. So we got so we got the, the new one for half price because Very nice. we had the money. So yeah. anyway, it's just kind of funny. So now I can get those fucking burned-up light bulbs and clean out those goddamn ceiling fans. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so it just getting tippy toes to reach that shit. Not with an eight foot ladder, I can get. Aren't you tall enough? No, it's they're super tall. Damn. I mean, the ceilings are twenty feet tall, but mm-hmm. the, and then the you know the ceiling fan comes down another six feet or so. Put a basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just what we need. <laughs> Dude, I've been playing a lot of basketball, like shooting around at school. Nice. I take my kids. I take my kids down to the gym about yeah. uh, ten o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, you know they're autistic, so they kind of just walk around in circles. And um, so you fucking slam dunk on them and, and blow no, them. I, I don't dunk anymore. And, and, weirdly enough, since my motorcycle accident, my shoulder, which is my left, which is my shooting hand, um, I can't like go up strong, kind of thing. Like when I reach back, my arm is up in the air and I reach back, it hurts. So mm. I can't dunk anymore. Oh, no. I mean, I could, but it would hurt like a well, lot. To be fair, you never were, you never could anyway. I so. never could to begin with. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think at 39, it's official. Like I can't really dunk anymore. And it's just like the jumping and stuff is kind of hard on my bones. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know the the basketball that I bring over for my neighbors. I wheel it out to the to the driveway and start playing. Like mm-hmm. it's like not even like you know it's like two inches off you know like that I can dunk it and instead of, even I can't I can't even do that. I'm like fuck man, this is not even that tall. But then like I, the next day I was like sore walking upstairs and shit. Like, oh, <laughs> damn, my thighs hurting, legs everything. Like I was just shooting around. I wasn't even really running. Yeah, crazy. So, but it's I think fun. for me it's too, it's, to shoot around. So, yeah, you know. yeah. That's good. Well, it's it's great exercise for kids. It's great exercise for anybody. Um, uh, I, I want to do more of that. I want to do more of that, you know, jumping around and bending and flexing. And it's it's more athletic. It's probably a lot of stuff like what Tony, Tony does with CrossFit. Because um, I find myself like, <clears throat> Tony, what do you do about this? When you go to the gym and you do your you do your routine, but your body has grown accustomed to sort of those movements. And anytime you kind of go out of that movement, you, you, you're reminded of your age and your sort of, you almost feel out of shape. I mean, I can go and I can do deadlifts and I can do bench presses and I can do squats and I can, I can do curls. And I mean, I can pick things up, but the, the, the second I try to do something sort of athletic, I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, I hurt my back or, you know, oh, that's my knee or some shit like that. You know, like, what do you do? Do you just do athletic movements? 
that that's kind of the benefit of crossfit is that there's always yeah. athletic movements every every day and they're programmed differently like it's uh, the the idea is like constantly varied uh movements um it, like at high intensity and and so 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 yeah, yeah so we we get like we do one day last week we did shuttle runs and then thrusters within the same workout and burpees mm -hmm. so we're being athletic all within on that's all on one day and then the next day yeah. we're doing sit-ups and pull-ups you know like it, it we we get a lot of it so we don't really get used to one particular movement or another yeah i think that's the only thing is is you sort of um you gotta be careful and i think i've kind of fallen into that that um trap that yeah that trap of of you know these are my movements that i do and um anytime i go out of that i kind of find um my i'm again i stumble on my age again so mm. anyways so fonzo yeah what did you do this weekend <clears throat> I uh, got up like at five in the morning, went to the Cato with my parents. <laughs> oh, that's right. I saw you went down to Mexico. Yeah. I had to set up like uh, their TVs and stuff. They had a, he had got a bunch of TVs from some, some, uh, different jobs he was at. And, uh, one of the TVs, I could lose an audio. So he had thought he did something wrong. And then when we got there, like the audio would cut in and out. It was on, uh, it was already on a bracket, you know, with the arm that extends on the wall. But for some reason, when you would move it to the right and kept it against the wall, the sound would come back. But we take it out, it would stop. It was the weirdest thing. So we just left it there, started working, then moved the other TV one in the living room. It's got one cable box, but they ran the one cable out from the box to the one in the living room. So no matter what you watch in the bedroom, you can watch in the other room, which is cool. So I was trying to find them some kind of like IR repeater so you can change it from the living room as well. But I don't think they're really watching that much TV only at night, so it won't be a really a problem. But, uh, but yeah, I just brought like some HDMI cables and component cables just in case there was something wrong. Um, but we got that going and then uh, just kind of cleaned around the house a little bit. And then uh, try to get back early, try to come back home early so there wouldn't be any traffic. And how long does it take to get down there? Like, uh, well, if my dad's driving, it's like an hour and a half. Like, that's <laughs> normally it would take maybe two hours. Not that far. I mean, when he picks me up from here, we go to 78. 15, it doesn't take that really that long, but right yeah, I mean, I was falling asleep in the morning, so I didn't, it, it seemed we got there pretty quick. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of paved roads now, so it's, it's, it's a lot smoother, right? Especially like to go to their house before oh, right. dirt road. So it takes forever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's all, it's all, they're that, developing the area for sure. Yeah. They had a bunch of hotels there. I mean, it's, 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 it's wow. Good. Yeah. A lot of work. So before we came back, I was like, "We gotta stop and get some tacos." So I got this. Like, all right. So on the way back, we stopped, had some tacos, and they're just fucking delicious. I mean, <laughs> so we got that. Came back home, then chilled. Uh, Cruz doing uh, his fourth grade, um, where you got to go to a mission. You know, figure out which church you're gonna do. Did you guys ever do that? Your fourth grade? Oh, where they they the kids made a mission? Yeah. Yeah, Mazzy did that last year. Yeah, okay. we made it out of clay and wood and stuff. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. So he um, he chose the San Gabriel because Amy had chosen that when she was little, so he wanted to do the same. 
It was like in Pasadena, so they were out there for a while, and they got stuck in crazy traffic. It took them like almost three and a half hours to get back. Mm. I felt bad, yeah. So it took them forever. So when they came back, we find we everyone just we everyone just chilled and ate. So it was it was cool. Um, and then today uh, it was really chill. And so crew had went to his friend. His friend uh, took him hiking in Fallbrook, so they went out hang out there. The little ones they were just chill. So I'm like, man, it's my chance to catch us right now. <laughs> I say me one more time, like, you sure you don't want to just have someone watch them real quick for two hours? We can go see it. She's like, nah. I'm like, all right, then I got to go see it then. <laughs> um, so I had a little chance to go check it out and came back and just chilled and just really ch- just a chill Sunday because, you know, we're going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to be taking the family to Monster Palooza in a couple of weeks. So, um, oh. yeah. So I'm thinking just to be chilling a couple of these couple of weekends and Cruz's birthday is coming up in April. So, um, it's a lot going on in April. Oh, actually, next weekend, uh, my brother-in-law Matt and his and his wife they have a baby shower. Yeah, next weekend. So, um, so I feel like there's always something going on. It's like something going on weekend. Next weekend, chill. Something's going on next one, chill. So, um, that's good. You got you got to uh, yeah. Like when you say you're Saturday, you guys didn't do nothing. You, you got to have that, especially on your first day off on the weekend. Uh, you know. Well, yeah, Saturday is that. Yeah, I mean, Chris yeah. unfortunately. Had- but I just uh, fucking sat on my computer and fucking yeah, you just got unwind, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was it, man. So that's gonna that's gonna do it, right? I think so. Ooh. Great. Congratulations. That's right. Put that oh. bell around your corner, you fucking go say kiwi bastard. Fucking, I was just gonna say something, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you shack bastard, you shack. Love Shack. Oh, the yeah, Love Shack? No. Is that what you just call them Love Shack? No, no, no. Shack loving bastard. Oh. Um. Tell us. Let us know after you listen to the podcast that you are the champ. Don't make you excited. Tell your friends to let everybody know. And then hit us up on Messenger what you want the homework to be. Yeah. Uh, Angie, uh, if you're back, welcome back. We miss you. Uh, if you're not back, go fuck yourself. See <laughs> <laughs> you here anyways. Word up. <laughs> that was episode 447 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted on these movies. If you listen to us, welcome. Thank you. If you don't, fuck off, as Harley would say. Fuck off. Boy, Fonzo say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.